Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigima Bay and I'm your host Craig Wells. It's so good to be with you. I guess I ought to mention coffee since we haven't mentioned it lately. A lot of times I hear from people they're just sitting back on their porch or in their living room or at their office desk drinking a good cup of joe and just relaxing and listening to the word and allowing it to have its perfect work in their life and I pray whether you're drinking coffee or not that that you allow these words to penetrate into your spirit being that it can do its perfect work by Holy Spirit inside of you you know when I was engaging Yahweh today over the podcast and preparing for the podcast I said Yahweh there's so much in my mind there's so much in my heart to teach there's so much you're flooding me with and He said, tell him this today. All roads lead to Yeshua. All roads lead to Jesus. And I'm like, okay, God, what are you talking about? All roads lead to Jesus. Now, what we were talking about is all of these mystical up here on the other side of the veil teachings of the kingdom of God going into Koshet, going into the rims, going into the heavenly places, engaging the four living creatures, engaging the living letters, engaging the Sanhedrin of the elders and all the rims and all the things that God will show you while you engage in your imagination realm. Therefore, the image revealed realm, the pterotary gland, the penal gland that actually is open to heaven. It's an open gateway that every human being has. Because we used to speak that way between us and the Father. Have you ever had a vision where you're talking to Yahweh or Yeshua and they're talking to you but their mouth is not moving, you're just hearing it? It's, it's through that. In the natural, they call that telepathy. It's, it's an open frequency between you and heaven. It's already inside of you. And he said, there's nothing more important than everything you do leading you to more of Yeshua more of Jesus. Now, I love saying that because it means everything to me. But on the other hand, I don't like saying it because most people have a trained uh, response that they were taught in religion that more of Jesus means that they have not enough of Jesus or more of Jesus means that they are judging the the things in their life, the sin in their life or the weakness in their life, or they just can't get this right. Or maybe they're having a problem with this, a problem with that. No, that's not what I mean. Because Jesus is the way maker. The blood covenant is the way maker. Yeshua is the way maker. And it covers everything in your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit. See, more of Yeshua is the revealing of who the fullness of the totality of you are. Because the yod Hey vah Hey, yod Hey shin vah Hey, shin representing Yeshua, seated in Christ, you inside of Christ. Yeshua represents the Son of Man, which you are the Son of Man, male or female. We're talking about position right now. Just like you're a king, just like you're a priest, like you're a son of God. We're talking about position, not gender. You're sitting, Yeshua represents the fullness of what you are called to be and what you are and what you came out of. That's why he was slain before the foundation of the earth. And he was represented as part of the Godhead from from the beginning. Because you, that's you. That's Devav. That's Dezayin. That's why it's so important to learn the Hebrew living letters 
and their spiritual meaning, not just the alphabet of speaking Hebrew, but the Hebrew living letters of what each being speaks and says and opens up gateways and doorways to you and all those gateways and doorways to lead you to more of Yeshua because Yeshua leads you more to the revelation of who you are. He is the first of many brethren. Let's look at what the word says. He's the first of many brethren. He's the king of kings and lord of lords. <laughs> He's the first representation of the sons of God. And he is the son of God, the deity. We are the divine nature son of God. But he says that we are sons of God. We receive him. We believe in our heart. We confess with our mouth. We enter into what we call repentance, which is an asking forgiveness. Yes, there's a beginning of that, of asking forgiveness of sins because you were under the law of sin and death. But then it's going to the mindset, the true repentance, the other side of that coin, is you now go to the mindset of not focused on sin, but I'm focused on him within. I'm focused on who I am, seated in right hand of God, seated inside of the Son of God, seated inside the Yod, Hey, Va, Hey as the shin that I am one and one with him and him with me according to John chapter 17 and him I live I move I have my being so therefore now I have my mindset back to the high place so now I am as him in the earth and he is as me we are one the word clearly says this I understand our natural realm don't always demonstrate it. Our natural circumstances don't always demonstrate it. But the word is the truth. Then life has its facts. And a lot of times life facts don't line up with the truth. But you have to believe the truth to supersede over the facts. So God is a way maker. The, the, the fact is there's sins all the time in our lives but the truth is they're all forgiven and under the blood the fact is we come short of the glory of God daily but the truth is he pours out his glory upon you at every moment the fact is we are walking in a natural fallen state but the truth is we have been reinstated to our spiritual being as the divine nature of God as a son of God under the authority and through Christ Yeshua that's the truth See, it's believing the truth. All these things, when I go and engage the Hebrew living letters, I'm gauging facets of Yeshua. When I go engage the seven spirits, I'm gauging facets of Yeshua. Everything, everything we do is gauging, engaging facets of Jesus, our Christ, our Savior, our Lord, our King, our God. And it should always lead us back into him. Not, but he's not in competition though see it's not a thing that we were taught in religion there's not an insecurity thing about Yeshua he's not threatened by you receiving glory he's not threatened by you doing great things he's not threatened by you getting the revelation of going to walk in the heavens he's not threatened by you knowing these things because these are all facets of his father and according to John 17 he says I am in you and you and me and we are in the father and we are one and I'm going to do this so much to you that y'all on earth will all be as one that they'll know the love of the father and then I love this in John chapter 17 he says the same love that the father has upon me ah he gives it to you and I love this part too the same glory that he gives to me oh yes is upon you so we can go and engage the glory that was on upon Yeshua we can go and engage the love capsule I call it the love capsule of the father 
I walk in the love capsule. Because I walk in the love capsule, I can do no wrong. I feel like a king. That's how you're supposed to be feeling. You're not supposed to be sitting around thinking about, oh my God, I didn't mean to get upset at that person. You know, what it is, is when we realize how much love and mercy and grace is upon us, we will give more love and grace and mercy to everyone around us. And sins will diminish as we grow and mature in our body and our soul. Because it's your body and soul that are acting out in the natural flesh because they have not been totally recreated in the image of Christ. But you, you, you're not your body, you're not your soul. You are your spirit that's being housed in the body that is joined to a soul. But your spirit is the divine nature of God. As soon as you came to the earth, you were divine nature of God. And as soon as you repented of your sins, asked Jesus to be Lord and Savior, allowed him to come in your heart, you have been reinstated into the divine nature of God. So I have the divine nature of God. I have the divine nature of the blood covenant. I have the divine nature of the Urak Kadesh, the Holy Ghost on me. I have the divine nature of Yahweh, the bench of three over me. I have the divine nature of the angelic canopy over me. I have the divine nature of the fullness of Yahweh over me. And this is in my spirit mean in the heavenly realm and in the earthly realm. And I'm now learning to cascade that over my body and over my soul, that death will be out of me, that sin will be out of me, that unrighteousness will be out of me. But it's not a war. I'm not longer in the war of it or focus or conscious of it. I'm conscious on the liberty of the law of the Christ, Yeshua, that in him I live, I move, I have my being. I'm the redeemed of God. I'm the holiness of God. I'm the greatness of God because he made me that way. He made you that way. And the more I begin to know that, everything else begins to come in alignment. The, let's go back to Adam and Eve. They lost themselves when they forgot that they were the divine nature of God. When the serpent said to Eve, hey, listen, eat of this. And that's a whole other story. You need to get my teaching on the Garden of Eden. But let's just go for this little part. Hey, listen, if you eat of this, you'll be like God. They forgot that they were already the divine nature of God. The enemy's biggest plan is to teach you and to thank you and make you think that you are not the divine nature of God, that you are a lesser being. God doesn't dwell on lesser beings, I'm sorry. God's spirit of the full totality of himself does not dwell on lesser beings. He would not send his son for a lesser being. He sends his son for a divine nature of God that came out of the deity of God, which is Christ Yeshua. That's why he's the first of the many brethren. He became the womb. He became the door. He became the incubator. He became impregnated with every last human being in the earth on the cross and birthed us into the heavenly realm. It was only up to us just to receive it and then to grow and grow in the glory and the knowledge of Yahweh, the glory and the knowledge of Yeshua, the glory and the knowledge of Rock Kadesh, Holy Ghost, and the glory and the knowledge of yourself. And that is where the churches went wrong. They never grew in the glory and the knowledge of themselves, thinking of themselves as a lesser vessel, a weaker vessel, a no good vessel, a piece of dirt, a sinner barely saved by grace. Oh my God, if I get to heaven, I'm going to finally hear, well done, that good and faithful. If I get to heaven, I'm going to be rejoiced. If I ever make it out of here, that's what they told us. And it wasn't based on any facts or any truth. They were just looking in the feebleness of the natural where we come short daily, but they forgot to honor the blood covenant of Yeshua, which is eternal. The blood covenant of Yeshua, which is perfect. The blood covenant of Yeshua, which is deity. The blood covenant of Yeshua, which is divine. And it's on you and it cannot be refuted. So it's not based on you. It's based on the blood covenant of my King. And it cannot be refuted. 
Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. I love you, Yeshua. Woo, I'm sorry, I done went off in la-la land in heavenly realms. I'm looking at this glorious covenant. And it has the words, not guilty. It's got a lot of words on it. And this words got, I see it coming. It's got like it's off the page. Like lightning. It says, not guilty. My sons, my daughters, not guilty. That's what's on you. You mighty divine sons of God. Well, I bless you today. Please share this with someone today, whether around the corner or around the world. Thank you for making us one of the fastest growing spiritual podcasts on the earth. And thank you for that. I honor you. I honor Yeshua. I honor your faithfulness to want to touch your friends with life and light and not ashamed of the true gospel or the deeper gospel of the kingdom of God. And once again, I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.